You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gutz is presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. This is the Dan Lebatar Show with the Stugatz Podcast. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Here's what happened, okay? I saw Gojo. I saw Gojo standing next to a bounty house. They were serving wings, the quicker picker-upper. We hugged. We embraced. Gojo told me he wanted wings. I said, I want to talk about the bounty house. Mm. I won. Here we are talking about the bounty house. I know. I'm still very hungry, (laughs) but it's probably good. White shirt, wings, me, right the entrance to Radio Row. Not a winning formula. You only talk to anyone about this bounty house. It's the greatest thing ever. Why is your obsession with the bounty house? So because I have come to so many Radio Rows and so many Super Bowls, I've never seen a house with a second floor at Radio Row. Like a set. Okay? (laughs) It's an actual house. I mean... It's impressive, Billy. It yeah. is. Come it's on. the two levels that he likes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've seen. I feel like in 2020 we were getting ridiculous, and then it got scaled yeah. back to like 2021 was like the weird Tampa year where everything was like on Zoom, and then there was LA. And now we're getting back to like how ridiculous can we be with some of these sets? I feel like so. The next year, someone in New Orleans has to dynamite and make a basement. <laughs> Ooh, got a second I story. like that. Yes. Imagine a radio row basement. Can I make a prediction? <laughs> next year, New Orleans. There's going to be a set that has a balcony with someone throwing beads off oh, of. No doubt. Oh, that's the one. That's Did you just happen. call him Bill? You yeah, were so yeah. excited. That was Bill. <laughs> that was, that's a Bill idea right there. That that's, should be our set, though, right? Like, we should. I was going to say, hello? any show should be doing it should be <laughs> I'm from a balcony on Bourbon Street. Yes. That feels like destiny. That's a great call by you, Billy. I know. <laughs> Sounds expensive, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant Bill. Yeah. I, mean, Bill. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I've never called him Bill in my entire life. It's a Bill idea. <laughs> it was a Bill idea. Uh, are you enjoying Vegas so far? Uh, yeah, so far so good. I'm like 18 hours in, and I haven't gotten drunk enough to affect my job yet at this point. <laughs> right. Good. Which is in the next couple of days. That's where the real challenge starts. If you take work out of What's the perfect amount of time to visit Las Vegas? 48 hours. You don't want to be here any longer mm, than that. I've gotten burned out like 24, 36 hours in. i got to be honest. 48's the max. 48's the max, right. You like can't we're gonna, do any more than that. By the fifth day, I will feel like I've been here for four days and 22 hours too long. Yeah, you got to pace yourself. <laughs> You're going to be here until Friday or Saturday. I know, but I'm going to bed early and stuff. It's weird. Like that, It was a weird feeling to get in the first night I got in. And like young me would have went out to like four in the morning. Well, I was just going to say, Stugatz, for you coming to this place where you can smoke indoors, there's get, like there's all so One of the many last places, yes. that you love in here. I wasn't sure if this was going to turn you back into the old you or not. Uh, well, it hasn't. So I, I was, what you've I was, been, you've been here like 
20 hours. Well, ago. I got here two nights ago, and okay. so what I'm saying is I went right to bed. Old me would have stayed out till 3.34 in the morning. Sure. Like, I went right to bed. You told me that yesterday you got stuck in a high-stakes blackjack That was game. night two. That was night <laughs> two. <laughs> that was night two. I said the first night, Billy. The st- Bill. The story was that he was asking the dealer to hand I was. him losing cards so I was. that he could, uh, he could leave. So last <laughs> night, last night I got myself stuck into a, I was in a high-stakes blackjack table. Uh, I wanted to go to bed, but I kept winning. It was such a great shoot. And I'm sitting there going to the dealer, hey, can you stop giving me aces? Please, God, I, just, I can't possibly. I can't split these anymore. Yes. If I get another split double combination here that hits, I'm going to be a nightmare. It was so much money, I didn't want to leave it in my hotel room. It's sitting in my backpack right ah! over there. I'm not Wait, even That's a lot. Where's Billy? I swear. Don't bring it. Billy. <laughs> what? what? Someone just money? do a five at me. Hold on. Oh, wow. Wait, Billy, you, you guys talk. I'm going to get the money. Hold on. So you're going to bring over a backpack just am- filled with a bunch of cash? What is the payoff for my, this? I have no, I have no idea. All I know is my dad just threw five dollars over the top of this because he's eavesdropping on this, and he thinks he's going to get this back ever. He's yeah. never going to see this again. Nope. This doesn't buy you half a bottle of water. Nope. There's out his here, hand. But so, guys, gonna, what are you doing? You're just going to show people a bunch of cash that you have. I ho- wonder if it. Do you think it's in cash or chips? This seems like. It seems like a lot of things. Seems it's like chips. not a great oh, idea. Oh God, that's a lot of cash. <laughs> That's the kind of run I was on. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's more in there. Stu <laughs> Gods, this looks like a heist. It was an epic run. It was. Billy counting it right now as we speak. It's <laughs> Wow. That's 2,300. Yep. Oh, my. That's just the hundreds. Then we get into the... F- Holy crap. Billy, I had a run. You have a $2 bill. I, well, wow. I know. I know. I saved that. It's lucky. Lucky one? <laughs> yeah. Well, there might be value in the $2 you bill. You shouldn't be telling people that you're walking around with this much cash. Well, I just <laughs> did, Billy. I just told everyone. Yeah, this is not a good idea. If, if see I see Stu any Gats- of you snooping around my bag. If you see Stu Gotts around the strip, rob him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Look, you just made five bucks. My, go. Go. <laughs> my dad just contributed $5 Listen, to the podcast. Do you know how much money your dad is making this week? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's bully- That's why I told him. You're never getting that $5. <laughs> what is he going on his tour? And what I mean by his tour is his media, his radio row tour, where he goes down one side of the aisle oh. and he promotes uh, diabetes medication, then comes down the other side of the aisle and promotes like beef jerky. Oh, it's been my father's ability to juggle seemingly opposing brands <laughs> all in the name of the almighty dollar is unparalleled. I would argue for a man in two Radio Hall of Fames who has so much to his name, this should be the most impressive thing on his resume each and every year. He's probably already doing it now. He's probably, <laughs> I think at some point he just wanders around a new brand to walk up. Like he's, If he stands over by the bounty house right. long enough, yes. they're going to have bounty. him sling paper towels. <laughs> they're going to quickly pick him up. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what they do. He looks great, by the way. I know. I hate it. Why? Why do you hate it? Because I have to sit next to him and do the show every day. (laughs) Imagine your 61-year-old father being skinnier and having more hair than you. And now he bit my style on the beard, and right. even that looks better because he's got the gray beard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Imagine it, your dad being 82 and being those things as well that's because that's what I'm dealing with. I saw like a cartoon or something of your dad the other day. There was like a, an animated version of your dad. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think it was like a graphic, but he, he did him dirty. He was too gray and really? too white. Yeah. You know he what? looked a little Good. too old. Again, again, I, all I get anytime a picture of my dad gets posted are, oh my God, dad thirst tweets and <laughs> all like Mina Kimes and L. Duncan and Katie Nolan all in the replies. So yeah, whoever the animator was, thank you. God bless you for doing the Lord's work and taking him down a peg. Would it be weird, this is a strange path to take, would it be weird if one of your friends became your mom? Yes. Like a stepmom? 
Absolutely, it'd be weird. How would it not be just, weird? Did you just kill my mom? No, by I'm the just, way? I didn't look. I didn't kill anyone. I I'm, wait, paint this wipe my mom. Paint this picture for a second, where, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, paint it for a second. Well, one of his friends becomes a stepmom. I don't know how it happens. I didn't create this situation. I, so, like Kyle Rudolph becomes well, <laughs> stepdad. No, I think he means one of my female friends. Uh, oh, he just <laughs> listed his friends a second could, ago. Could be either way, and that's totally fine. But no, I would at that point no longer have that friend, and then no longer have that dad. Yeah, no, I'll be out right. on that. Really. Out on that. Huh. Uh, I was told... Uh, what, if, what if on the flip side, one of your guy friends becomes your stepdad? Oh, that'd be even worse. Okay. That'd be uh, by far. Which one worse. of your guy friends would you most want to be your stepdad, though, if you had to choose? Yeah. <laughs> if you had to choose. <laughs> so pick strange. one. None of them. <laughs> what is going, this is day one at the Super Bowl. How are we already on this content, you monster? This is where we start. We get the football at the end. Yeah, Jesus we can't blow it. Christ. None of my friends. None of them are fit to join I, my family. I, I was way. told you were on the Dan Patrick Show. Yes. Uh, you revealed something to me right before we started this, which was they have gift bags there. Oh, do they have gift bags? Oh, my God. Tell I me mean, about it. I mean, gift cards for hundreds of dollars of meat, bottles of bourbon and whiskey. And we're going to go out there and try and – Stugatz, you wanted me to call him out on Super Bowl Saturday. Yes, because he came up – I was blinded by all the gifts. Right. So I'm, I'm disappointed in you because I came up with that idea, Super Bowl Saturday. We've talked about it on our show yeah. for years. Dan Patrick says it. It becomes big news. Mm. You know? So I was hoping my friend would call him out on it. I, listen, but I you were blinded to. by gifts. I and then I got that. a bag full of King's Hawaiian rolls, yes. and I was off Ooh. and running. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would have shut my <laughs> – I would have been distracted, too. Uh, we have John for coming on. You told me uh, you told me you wanted him to rip you for some reason. I just that's what he does. He goes in, he <laughs> finds out what your flaws are, he tears you down, and then he builds you back up. It's the Taffer process. Would you like me to call him over right now? Okay, <laughs> John, hurt me with your words. <laughs> All right, we love you, Gojo. Love we gotta you talk to uh, we have to talk to Taffer. You guys are gonna love it. It's gonna be great. You were blinded by a gift bag. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Some friend. <laughs> Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln, or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. I probably have thought about the UFC one, to be honest. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you gotta listen to Six Trophies, where Jason and Shea serve up the biggest moments from all around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington and Training Day trophy given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill You Might Win Some But You Just Lost One trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments from all around the NBA. This playoff season, you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gutz is presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And we're back, Stu Gatz. <laughs> yes, we are. Yep. Joined by a legend. <laughs> a legend, yes. Some people throw footballs. I throw food for a living, guys. <laughs> okay. 
I love the hat, by the way. Oh, thank you. This it's, is from Taffer's Tavern. Yeah, well, of course it is. A big T right on the front of it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> a specially branded hat for you. Absolutely, buddy. How uh, cool is this, huh? It's great. Yeah. It's great. You love the Super Bowl, don't you? I love the Super Bowl. You know, I met my wife at Super Bowl 30. Really? Uh, back when I was on the NFL advisory board. Really? Uh, back in those years. I don't know if you guys knew that my connection to Sunday Ticket. Are you guys even aware of that? Well, yeah. We've had you on a bunch over the yeah, years, so, so we know so, your connection. So yeah. Because of that, I went to Super Bowl 29 and 30. Those were the years that we were working on that. And right. I met, I met my wife at Super Bowl 30. So finish that story. Like, how, how'd you meet? Like, so, that's so, interesting. So, so we met at a, a restaurant prior to uh, on Friday night. Then Saturday, you know, at these events, you have the Players Association event, you have the NFL Properties event, the mm -hmm. Owners event. So I'm going to all those events, and at every place I went, my wife, Nicole, was there. Not only was she there, but she was standing in the same spot I was. It was like a fluke. So after the second day, I invited her to dinner. We have dinner together with a bunch of other friends to join us, and she comes. And then when I'm leaving Phoenix, and I'm on the escalator going to the departure section in the airport, She's on the escalator. Now. Wow. So it was a really strange thing. It just, I guess, yeah. Uh, and know? so what'd you say when you saw her? Like what? So, uh, uh, and then she was going to Chicago. I lived in Chicago at the time, and, and it was just meant to be. Mm -hmm. And it just evolved. And, and that was now, what, 28 years ago. It's wow. funny that you mentioned marriage because we, I was unaware of this, and they were telling us this before. Everybody knows you from Bar Rescue, amongst other things. But you also did a show called Marriage Rescue <laughs> that lasted, I want to say, I was told, like eight or nine episodes. Twelve, actually. Twelve, Twelve episodes. Twelve wow. episodes. And when we did Marriage Rescue, it rated the same as Bar Rescue. It did well, actually. Uh huh. And same network, same companies, all that. So in my contract that year, I was given a choice uh, uh, for the last ten episodes of the season. I could do Bar Rescue or Marriage Rescue. And I chose Bar Rescue because Bar Rescue, I go to a town for a week. So I'll spend a week on a road per episode. In Marriage Rescue, I was gone like 14 weeks in a resort. And so it, it was really? a really hard show to make. So I, I, I There's really no definitive shows. date on how on saving a marriage, essentially, well, is what you're saying. And, and I yes. was gone for, for, for months at a time, right. not coming home for a week and going out for a week and coming home. And so, so just for my own convenience sake, we walked away mm. from it. How many marriages did you actually save of the 12 you did, I guess? We, we did 12. Right. And uh, I think 11. Well, last I checked, but, right. but 11. Okay. Did pretty good. So 11 of 12? You know, when you force people directly... You know, don't bullshit me. This is what it is, man. Right. Take your socks off the floor if that's what she's freaking out about. Pick up the freaking socks. <laughs> right. So when you're really direct with people, you can accomplish a lot. What do you feel like, you know, you did it, I don't want to say selfishly, but it was too much for you to do. It was too many weeks away. Do you feel like you ever look around and you're like, you know what? And I stuck to this. I could have saved so many more marriages. Yeah, but I saved bars. And yeah. I said, I know, but jobs. marriages seem more important. I yeah. mean, think, you know, think, you know I look at all the, all the jobs that I've saved. That's true. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and how many failing bars created the failing marriage? Mm. So I'm going to say 30% of the bar rescues we do, there's a wife at home or a husband at home who's not happy. So you're and saving both. Debt. And the house is on the line. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Can we have you on next week and possibly you could save uh, mine and Dan's marriage? Yeah. I mean, is that. Uh, uh, guys, that's a big challenge. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need more than a few months for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the bar that you've saved that you're proudest of? There's a bunch. You know, yeah. uh, the ones that I'm probably proudest of are the family ones. There's one called Characters in North Carolina that we did. It became Moon Runners. That was about 10 years. Spirits on Bourbon. Is a famous one that we did. Uh, uh, there's a few here in town, Champagnes, uh, uh, Nevada Brewing Company here in Vegas mm -hmm. that we've done. So, yeah, there's, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. John, you have uh, moments, I don't know if you're aware of this, that will go social. 
it'll it'll be old moments that you've had and then they'll come up every couple of years one of the famous one is you telling people the proper way to pour a beer where everybody thinks that you pour a beer you have it kind of slanted so that you don't get all of the you know fizz or whatever in the top of the beer we have a beer here, and they've asked us if you could do this to show us the proper way to pour a beer. So I, I would need two bottles of beer. Two bottles. Two bottles. Okay. okay. We need a second beer. And I need two glasses. Okay. Okay. And I need some paper towel rolled up. We okay. have one Well, one bounty right we now. can get yeah. for you. That's easy. Okay. I need a piece of paper towel here. I need a paper <laughs> towel. <laughs> a paper towel. When I, uh, as, we're, uh, as we're waiting for the paper towel, if I told you when, we, when you were sitting on that advisory board, Yes. That one day there would be a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. <laughs> that would have blown me away. You know, it's the craziest thing. Those were the days that uh, the Jackson that uh, Jacksonville right was putting together yes. that franchise, right? And they were trying to get that expansion franchise. What are we doing? We're rolling up the paper towel here. So, so uh, what I want to show you is he doesn't this, mess around. This Billy. isn't necessarily the proper way to pour a beer. Okay, I'm showing you the extremes of what you do when you do it one what too much mm, one way or another. Okay. All right. So here's the premise. Okay. The premise is if you take a beer out of a bottle or a can. And you pour it into a glass mm -hmm. slowly mm -hmm. versus quickly. Right. Now, a lot of people that are, are rookie bartenders are so scared of too much head, they pour the beer like this, right? Yep. Really slow. I got to be honest. That's how I do it. And your hair's getting gray, yep. right? And, 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 I mean, this is the way they pour that beer. Yeah. Then the guy who's a more experienced bartender, you know, he'll... he'll Fill the cup more like this, put the beer next to it, and give it to you that way. Now, yeah. what happens? If you drink that beer when you put it in your stomach, nothing happens. But if you take this beer and put it in your stomach, look what happens. Oh, wow. I didn't so, know my stomach was so made I'm of paper towels. <laughs> I'm simply showing you, if you pour it faster, you can drink more. Right. You see, when you pour it slow like this and it bubbles like that in your gut, you're mm -hmm. going to drink less beer, aren't you? Yeah. You're bloated. Yeah, but you feel like you're drinking more beer at the time, you know? But neither of those is exactly correct. The middle is where you want to be, of course. But it's a point. Mm -hmm. So if you drink straight out of the can or straight out of the bottle, you're bloating the hell out of yourself. Hmm. If you pour it into a glass, in theory, that second can would go down a lot easier, guys. <laughs> hmm. I love how passionate you are about everything. Seriously. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It is. What yes. else can you teach us? I can teach you a whole bunch of things. You know, there, there, there's... A, there's uh, uh, you know, when I met with Matt. What an open-ended question that about, was, by the way. When I sat with Matt, and, and, and Matt, was a, who's the founder of DraftKings, of course, one of the founders, was yes. on my podcast mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. And we were talking about DraftKings and, you know, what makes it unique as a product category and the fact that I can change each game and, you know, redraft. And, and you know, I love all those aspects of it. But, you know, I'm a bar guy. And to me, anything that causes people to stay in a bar, I'm going to make money on. Sure. So to think that now you can do this while you're sitting in my bar drinking that beer. is crazy. Is amazing for both of us. Yes. And the combination of the two industries together is really, really special. Do you like to gamble? I like to gamble. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not a sports betting guy as much as I am a table gambler. What's mm. your uh, What's your game of choice? I'm a blackjack guy. Really? I've read all the books, so I, you know, I'll follow the rules. Do you really follow the rules? Like you never play by gut. No. Like, if you're sitting at the end of the table, everyone's relying on you, you have a 16, you're not supposed to hit because the dealer has a 5, but you feel like hitting. Are you going to hit? No. You should. No way. I mean, it's your choice. It's your money. <laughs> I always sit Do you see how much money seat. I had laying all over this table? That was me being selfish. Like, <laughs> So I'll normally take the last two seats at the right. table, 
and play. You'll take them to yourself. I'll take the last two. And you'll games. play the last two. Yes. Okay, at one time. At one time. You're a baller. And that's and that's how I play. <laughs> You're yeah. a baller. Yeah. So you control the entire table. Well, I control the last two seats for right. sure. Have you ever done it? Like have you have you ever like made a decision <laughs> while occupying one of those last two seats that pissed off an entire table? I've ha- yes, I've yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you a funny story. Years ago I'm in Vegas. Because there's a responsibility that comes with the last two seats. So, years ago I'm in Vegas and I won like six grand one night. Right. And I go up to my room, and I'm leaving the next morning. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to buy my wife this, like, tennis bracelet. It was, like, $20,000. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs. I'm just going to bet the whole 6000 two or three times. Either I'm going to lose it, sure. or I'm going to get to twenty, and I'm going to buy this bracelet. Right. So I go downstairs. You know, I drop three of the 6000 on the bet. She deals me in the hand. I get two aces. I split the two aces, put down the other $3,000. Whammo. Boom. In both hands. Wow. Right? So literally in four hands, I had twenty-two, twenty-three thousand dollars I got up from the table, walked across the street to the jewelry store, brought the, bought the diamond tennis bracelet, and went home. <laughs> but one of my greatest gaming stories is years ago, a friend of mine says, you got to come to Florida and go to High Lie with me. Oh, Ooh, boy. Okay. So, so I go Speaking down, our language. Yeah. So, yes. So I go down to Florida, and I go to Hi- Dania High Lie. Yes, we're I, familiar. Oh, yeah. So, yes. so I go to Dania High Lie. I had never played the game before. You know, and the guys are throwing a ball against the wall, and it's sort of like lacrosse and hand. Ball, yeah. I'm watching yeah. this kind of thing, and, and so I decide I'm going to bet a trifecta, right? And I bet my birth date on a game eight or whatever the hell it was, and I bet I don't know 160 dollars, something like that, and I won over over eight thousand yeah. dollars. Wow! So my buddy, I won over eight thousand dollars. They take me in the back room. They pay the taxes there. Right. They take the taxes out. So I left with a check. I'll never forget it for $5,300. They netted you my down friend, at Dania Highlight? Yes, yes. Really? So my friend, my friend who went with <laughs> that me. That is so Dania Highlight. So, so my friend who went with me, uh, who goes there all the time, has right. never freaking run, took me. I won the first time. It destroyed our friendship. <laughs> we never hung out again because of that. He hated me wow. for that win that night. I think John Taffer, Billy, should rescue Highlight. How about Ooh, that? Yeah. A new show. Highlight yes. could use some rescuing. They well, could make it a lot more fun. You're right. I think there's like, I don't know, five frontons left in America or something yeah. like that. I don't, I don't if even. Is that, that too much? Yeah. Well, so you guys go and bet and play? Well, they have. They we have own a down, team. <laughs> yeah, down at, there's a, it's Magic City Casino. They now have like a highlight league. I think it's called the World Highlight League or something like that. But they've brought in like celebrity investors. So like Pitbull will have a team wow. now. Udonis Haslam of the Heat will have a team. Jorge Masvidal, I believe, has a team, the UFC fighter. I need a team, man. You should get you a, need team. a team. Yes. Yes. You know what? We may be the guys that could get you a team if you want to highlight. I would a team. be interested in that. That'd be a lot of fun. I like this. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna connect these dots. I like him saving highlight. It, I it do. May come at the Rescuing highlight. <laughs> we we may as a show lose assess the cyclones as a result. They're gonna be Taffer cyclones. Yes. But you know what? You want a team? Well, I'm gonna get on. <laughs> I this. say to hell with the with the balls. They should be throwing beer cans. There You're right. You know, You're right. <laughs> Tell us about the uh, upcoming season here at Bar Rescue. Wow, guys! I'm three episodes away from 250 episodes. Wow! Congratulations, just, man! In my business, Incredible. unheard of. That's so, awesome. So this season's tough, man. Uh, you know, last year I was kinder and nicer. Mm-hmm. Everybody had an excuse with COVID. Mm. You know, it was pretty valid. Their their wallets were thin. They had right. been through. This year, you know what? Th- that doesn't carry anymore, man. Mm-hmm. That's BS. So this year, you know, if you're not making money, it's your own freaking fault. Mm-hmm. So I'm all over them. It's a, it's an intense season. <laughs> it's your own so, fault. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's an intense season. Well, get out and if get you're failing more. today, you're either lazy or ignorant. Right. One of the two. And i got to figure out which of the two is, and I'm going to go at you either way. Okay. John, let me ask you something before you go. <laughs> because we've been talking about this. We've talked about memes. Why Have you seen the memes that says that you're always trying to look around invisible objects? 
Are you familiar with this? No, I'm not. Yeah, so they'll say that you're just always kind of looking like this around things that may or may not actually be there. You've not caught on to this? No. Really? <laughs> I'm not big on looking at things that aren't there, though, I must tell well, you. Well, no, you're looking around them. They're not well, there. You know, so I'm probably leaning over a customer to see a bartender <laughs> yeah. making a drink. Yeah. You know, I'm leaning between two tables to see what's going on at the table in the back. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 a middle kind of guy. I'll lean equally to the left. Billy, it's a bar. You gotta lean. You gotta look past things. You know, you gotta get an angle. You gotta get a create. You okay? I was unaware of that though. So I'm known for looking at nothing. You're known from looking around things that aren't there. That you look around, or you're just like all of a sudden this will be here, and then you're it'll be here, and then your face will just appear looking around. Yeah, but at a bar, there's so many things you have to kind of find your path. It's kind of like Radio Row here. You know, yes. All right. Well, we appreciate this. It's always. it's always great talking to you. Same here, guys. And uh, 250 episodes, yeah, man. Yeah, crazy, huh? That is amazing. Congratulations yeah. to Thanks, you. Guys. Enjoy, Enjoy the rest week. of your week here. Enjoy your week here Thank in you, Vegas. Thank you, sir. Okay. Listen, See you at the front. After on. talking to you guys, I'm a little worried about your gambling losses. Well, right. Well, no, I've been winning. Why don't you hold each other's wallets? <laughs> <laughs> Let's rescue Highlight together, okay? Take care, guys. All right. Thank you, John. Are you tired of snooty wines and their old world wine culture? Confused by words like malolactic fermentation? Yeah, we are too. So with 19 crimes, you can do the fancy schmancy tilt, sip, smell. Ooh, mm, I think it tastes like old red cherry, a little bit of wood and mahogany, a little leather. You can do all that stuff or don't. 19 crimes is the rebel of wine culture telling stories of rogues and rule breakers who overcame adversities from convicts banished to Australia to the legendary icon Snoop Dogg himself. 19 crimes wine is defiant by nature, bold in character, and always uncompromising. 19 Crimes, the official wine of the UFC. Pick up in stores nationwide or online at 19crimes.com. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2024, Sonoma, California. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training. Just in time for summer and warmer days, spring's the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Challenge yourself. And Peloton's classes were made just for that, to challenge you. There's a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve what you already excel in. Plus, if you don't know which class to take to reach your fitness goals, guess what? You can join one of Peloton's many programs. Right now, I'm in a strength program with Andy and a core program with Emma. They're expert coaches like Andy and Emma, and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. With Peloton, you don't need to worry about driving to the gym, making it to class on time. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home whenever it fits your busy schedule. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The Dan Lebitard Show with Stu Gotts is brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code DAN for a special offer when you sign up. That's code DAN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Billy, were you thinking what I was thinking during John Tapper, who we love, by the way? He is fantastic, a great guest, but I had no idea what was going on with the beer and how to pour it. I'm glad you I was asked confused. That. You look confused. I know I was confused. I didn't know what was going on. So... John Taffer we had on, and yes. and you just heard it, obviously. And one of the yes. things that we wanted to talk to him about and something that we went out of our way to figure out how to make happen was the beer trick that he's talked about and the proper way to pour a beer. Right. And then we had to kind of go behind the scenes and figure out how are we going to get a beer in here? How is the beer <laughs> going to be closed? Like, how are we going to make this happen? Yes. And, you know, 
we made that part happen. Like Mike Fuentes and Danny. and It was a great idea by Fuentes. And security yes. guards. Yes. And, and we don't need to get into the details, but we arranged it. It happened. Then once we were learning the proper way to pour the beer, I was super confused. <laughs> okay, I, good. I, when, while I was watching it, <laughs> good. I was going along with him, but like, I have no idea exactly what he was talking about. Right. I didn't know which one actually looked better or worse than the other one. It just, they looked different to me. You know the what I mean? one that he was saying was better looked foamy. I was confused by that. I was confused by but that. But he was saying foamy is better. I was confused by that. Yeah, Chris is off this off over here heckling. Wait, us you understand what he's saying? We don't get it. What do you I mean? Didn't oh, get it. oh, it's next level. Come yeah. explain it to us okay, if you don't mind. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what any of this is set up for you to. Is it? Nah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. Can I talk? No, it's off. Okay. Right, here I am. Okay. I'm saying are. when you pour the beer right. terribly, mm-hmm. all the, the 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 head comes up. Yeah. That is the gases releasing. So yeah. even though it looks like a crappy pour, whereas when you pour it good and you don't see any bubbles, yeah. All those all that explosion happens in your belly. I, but when you, you put the paper towel and you started going like this, then that's it, what it happens beca- in your belly. Yeah, but that's what happened with the one that was not done. Oh. It was very confusing. Okay. But your whole life, bartenders have been pouring beer sideways, so you have no foam. Because they want to fill you up. Right. They don't want. Oh, wait, why? Why would they want to fill you up? They wouldn't want to fill you up. They want you to keep drink drinking. More. Yeah. I thought you had a grasp yeah. on this. Well, I do saying. have a grasp on it. I just don't understand the business of it. You're as confused as we are. Good. All right. At least we're not alone. All right. See you later. Oh, you're gone. I'll stay. Why? All right, wait, fine. no. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're going to talk to a ventriloquist. All right, fine. Yeah, I'll take an yeah, elevator yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, that has nothing to do with right, ventriloquism. He asked you to pull up a chair. Let's get a chair He didn't ask you to go down a floor. Yeah, no. Just sit down over there. We're going to bring over a ventriloquist. Yeah. What? I don't what know is, that that's... Wait, who are we talking to next? <laughs> We're going to talk to a ventriloquist. We're going to talk to a dummy. You know, it's going to be a whole... It's going to be a nice thing. Talk right. to Winston. All right, another dummy on the set. A couple of dummies cutting it up. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That's what... Not you, me. That's what Radio Row is all about. about. Super Bowl Chris. week is all about. We're going to talk to a puppet <laughs> next. <laughs> you know? When in Rome. We're in Las Vegas. When in Vegas. <laughs> Stugats? Yes. I'm excited. I know you are, Billy. <laughs> this is what we come to Radio Row yep. for. This is it. This is what Super Bowl week is all about. We're here. <laughs> and we got here early in the week, but we're here. Yes, we've arrived. We're joined by Terry Fader and Winston. <laughs> yes, good to be here. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Yeah. You ever talked to a hand before? No, no. You mean a, you mean a, oh yeah, puppet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to a turtle here. A turtle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terry Winston. There was a lot of people that told me growing up. You know what, Billy? You're never gonna do it. You're never gonna mount to anything. You're never gonna talk to a ventriloquist and a turtle at the Super Bowl. <laughs> and today, you guys helped me prove those people wrong. <laughs> so thank you for doing that. You know, everybody wants to talk to a turtle at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one cares about talking to a ventriloquist, though. That's Larry Euler wrong. How many interviews has Winston done today? Oh my gosh, we've done. I don't know. <laughs> we, did, we lost count. <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah. I just know Terry's hand is really sweaty and his fingernails need clipping. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get into this line of work, if you don't mind me asking, Terry? I found a book on my in my school library. I was 10 years old. Right. And there was a book by uh, Paul Winchell called uh, Ventriloquism for Fun and Profit. Mm-hmm. And it looked like fun uh, at 10 years old. And when I realized I could make money doing this, uh, man, that was it. Right. 10-year-old making money playing with puppets. Yep. Better than playing with himself. Right. 
So, okay. like, are, are you guys friends? Like, how would you describe this yeah, relationship? What's the nature of this relationship? <laughs> Me and Winston? Yeah. Yes, yeah, you and well, Winston. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the breadwinner. Right. He's the breadwinner. Right. He's, uh-huh. he's the guy that makes all the money. Uh-huh. But, yeah, we, we like each other. Yeah. yeah. He likes me. I don't like him. I was well, going to say, Winston, you true. can, Winston, this is a time, this is a safe place. Yeah, if you want to say anything Winston, about, yeah. you know, right. I just, like, just want to let you know, Winston, you're good with me here. Just mm. considering where his hand is, hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the financial split between you and yeah. Winston? Just <laughs> He gets, I get 100%. Oh. I, I share a little with Terry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I don't mind because, listen, he's the one who won America's Got Talent with crying <laughs> Oh. He should have held out after that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yes. had you right where he wanted you. <laughs> exactly. How did Winston? How did you decide you wanted to get into this line of work? No, I didn't really have much choice. Terry oh. stuck his hand up me. That was it. <laughs> That's how it works with ventriloquists, though. Right. Mm. Forced him into it, huh? That's right. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you, Terry? <laughs> Against Winston's Winston. How do you feel about this? Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winston, how do you feel about Taylor Swift just controlling the NFL season? Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name a uh, another a new new artist called Turtle Slow. <laughs> oh, well, Taylor Swift, Turtle Slow. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> turtle slow. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the turtle version of Taylor Swift. Billy, you're not beaming like you were at the beginning of this. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just it was just an observation. You know? uh, turtle slow. I'm excited about <laughs> this. Is Winston a big football fan? Oh yeah, of course. Is Terry a big football fan? I am. I'm actually a huge football fan. Okay. I grew up in Dallas. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Right. Live Sorry. in Vegas, so now I'm a huge uh, uh, Raiders fan. But I really do just love football. I watch every Sunday all day. I just watch every game that I possibly can. I just adore watching the game, and I can't wait. I, even though I don't have a, uh, any skin of the game this week, I'm just excited to watch the football uh, game on Sunday. It's going to be a blast. Are you surprised that there's a Super Bowl in Vegas this soon? I am. Yeah. Actually, all of us are. So, but then I was kind of surprised that it was in Dallas uh, right after right after the uh, the new stadium was built. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of cool though to see it in different places, and it's it's exciting for Vegas. To yeah, have the Super Bowl. It's funny. Chris was telling me before he forgot that the Raiders play in Las yeah. Vegas. He's like, why are there so many Raiders stations <laughs> yeah. here? Yes. It's like Oakland really <laughs> showed <right>. out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we love the Raiders. Yeah. And we like the Knights, too. Yeah, we like the All of these these pro sports that are coming to Vegas just makes the, the city is already exciting. And right. it's just becoming kind of the mecca for everything. You were telling us that you have, like, you have to get out of here after after this interview, that you're getting on a bird, that you have, ah. you have engagements, you have... This it's is crazy. Like- I do have a very, very busy schedule. I, I work four to five nights a week in Las Vegas doing uh, the New York, New York Casino. That's right. where I'm at. You can see me there all the time. Mm-hmm. But then uh, on the weekends, I fly out. I just did uh, Fort Pierce, uh, Florida last weekend. I'm doing Idaho FP. next weekend. Um, so I try to tour as often as I can, but I, I perform here in Vegas all the time. So. Is there uh, any celebrities that you have performed in front of? Many. Yeah, I've had uh, Adam Sandler. I've had, uh, you know, uh, uh, so many others. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Dana Carvey yeah. and and uh, uh, Mel Gibson came to the show, and so we've seen had a lot of celebrities come. Winston, out. what are, you have any like celebrity crushes out there? Mm-hmm. Other other animals in the industry? Like who do you like? Turtle Slow. <laughs> Turtle, Turtle Slow. Turtle Turtle Slow. Taylor Swift. You do like to? I do love Taylor Swift. He does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. And, yeah. and Justin Bieber and stuff like that. I thought maybe Miss Piggy or something like some oh, other yeah. animals. Oh yeah, well you know of yeah. course. And mm-hmm. actually, Kermit the Frog is one of my heroes. When I was on America's Got Talent, they asked who would you like to perform with, 
Yeah. My first choice was Kermit the Frog, and we got to perform. Winston doesn't like when you talk about Kermit. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like, you know, cheating. Cheating. I don't mind. Right. Yeah. No, I don't mind. Listen, listen. Check this out. Check this out. Hold out. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. I do an impression Oh, wow. Of wow. Does, yeah, We're does, good friends. Does Winston do any other impressions? Yeah, I can do... Uh, uh, heal the world, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Wow. That's Michael Jackson. Oh, in case beautiful. you didn't know, no, right? It sounds like Winston just singing Michael Jackson, though. <laughs> Winston, mean, exactly. Are you ever right. just looking for a little alone time? What? No, I I never get alone time. Anytime I'm talking, he's standing next know, to me. Just, not sure why. I feel like I just feel like Winston just would like to be alone sometimes. <laughs> to do what? I don't know. Be it just, just. Yeah, my alone time looks like this. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You know. <laughs> Terry, do you ever look for alone time? <laughs> yeah. When you're a ventriloquist, you're never alone. Right. I promise you that. Uh, amazing. So, Mel, so was it Mel Gibson? You said mm-hmm. just yeah, walked Gibson. into a show. Well, he did. He was doing the, uh, a, a movie called The Beaver. Right. And it it was a huge flop. It didn't work. But he was playing a guy that had a puppet on his hand, and so he actually came with his son and saw me in Las Vegas and really? watched the show so he could watch a uh, someone who so works with puppets. He was trying to get ready for. His role. He was, yeah. Interesting. And I got to talk to him backstage, but yeah, we've had quite a few celebrities come to the show. It's a lot of fun. At Sandler, just got, like, do they announce when they're showing up? Do they tell you? They hey, do. Terry, we're Ray showing? Romano they do? came. Uh, so nice. Did, uh, you know, um, so 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 yeah. many other people. I just I might be related. To He's him. related to really? Ray. Really? Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. My wife's. That's Uncle great. Through so marriage. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so we've had a lot of them. Jay Leno. Yeah, we've had a lot of them. Oh, uh, really? Come to see the show. Very interesting. Uh, it's it's not a show. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't be interested in seeing that show. I'm surprised so many big-time celebrities have come out to see you. Yeah, they have. It's uh, uh, it's just different. I am, you Billy. Know, what a, a weird statement. <laughs> a lot of really... A, well, a lot of people well, wouldn't think of ventriloquists, but I, a weird I'm, time. More, I'm much more than just a ventriloquist. <laughs> so it's not like going to see a guy with puppets. It's We do impressions. We do tons really? of impressions. We do tons of... Singing, it's a, it's really kind of an all around encompassing show. I, I, are we ever? Do we ever move to the left hand? Does the hand ever start to hurt? Like, yeah. Well, it doesn't not, not start for, to not hurt. For, it doesn't, but I do double puppets sometimes. Like oh, we'll have a uh, yeah. Kenny, uh, not Kenny, um, uh, Willie Nelson will sing on this hand, and then I'll have Fernando Francisco singing the part where the, you know, to all the girls I yeah. love before. Can we put Chris on your uh, on left your left hand? leg here? Sure. Where's yeah, he going to put his hand? <laughs> I don't well, know. I'll give you three guesses. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I, I love the idea of you talking to Winston, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't care as long as he's learned a glove. <laughs> I mean, am I doing? I don't know what he, what am I supposed to do here? I I think you should. Try, I don't know. I mean, I think we should try to do All it. Right. He'll just shove his hand up your back. I don't understand what's happening anymore. I don't either. I'm We're a little gonna... confused. I didn't. Know. I don't. Let's not. This is inappropriate. Okay. All right, it's okay. inappropriate. We, we I do actually, though. I do have a mask, right? And it's a very common thing for ventriloquists to do now. now. We have a mask where I put. I, I can actually make the mouth move. So really, we, we can turn people into a human puppet. A puppet. Yes, it's quite fun. Yeah. So. This is. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Are you really? I am. <laughs> What's your best impression? Um, probably Michael Jackson. That's my. But he al- okay. we also do. Uh, lovely tender, lovely sleep. Never let me go. <laughs> so we can do um, uh, Elvis Presley as well. So nice. we do a lot of different impressions. We have a ball. Right. Uh, Juju is staring at us. He's judging us. I don't know. Oh no, he's loving this. <laughs> okay, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, who does? Uh, who do you think is going to win the game, Terry? Just out of curiosity. We know we've been saying. Uh, I think the, the Chiefs are going to win, and I think the 49ers are Oh, really? So it's a wow. win-win. It's a win-win. Wow. The ventriloquist gets to choose two teams. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like you guys should make some sort of bet, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. I, ter- I got all the money. I'll have to loan Terry something. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he I makes like, all the money. <laughs> I like the idea of a bet. You guys should. <laughs> it's a good idea. But you have no money, Terry. Right? Is your large? Is your larger yeah, boy? I wonder if they'd accept the bet from the turtle. You never know. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you doing this. So, where are you headed after this? Well, I'm, I'm, I've got a show tonight at New York, New York uh, Casino. I, I got, I'm going to be doing that through Wednesday. Um, I actually have the weekend off. Thank goodness because that means I get to go watch the game, which right. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next guys, week, I'm watching back it at, at the game. You going to it? Uh, no, I'm okay. going to be just watching it uh, okay. at home. Nice. I, I'm going to stay Winston, home. Winston, of course. I, I do. I love no, the Winston's crowds. Winston's going to the game. I like being yeah. in front of crowds. <laughs> yeah, he is. Winston's going, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm he gonna, has the money. Yeah. I'm going to be a helmet. Right. He yeah. needs to be a helmet. Right. There you go. Where'd he go? So, oh. Get back here. <laughs> like in the privacy of your own home, like do you and Winston have conversations? Well, only when I'm rehearsing. So I will, I will, if I'm rehearsing a new bit, I will pick up a puppet and they come home with me yeah how does your wife feel about winston um she's okay yeah i make all the money so you know, you know how the girls are <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't, women are not going to complain about a puppet that makes money no oh. oh. uh this was fun man so uh if people are interested in finding out how they could see you uh where can they uh where can they check you well, out go to terryfader.com nice. uh, and you can get tickets online there or just go to uh with new york new york uh, casino they have a box office and i just tell people you can follow me on my socials we do a different song every single week and this week is spectacular if you haven't seen it i did we are the world with 19 puppets what and i did the entire song without moving my lips and i did 19 impressions wow you gotta see it you and i have Jeez. puppets of like lionel richie stevie wonder um uh bruce springsteen cindy lopper all of them so, so i wish they were all here that would have been great thank yeah you, that would have been you great. so much for joining us terry like we really appreciate everything and uh <laughs> your puppets ever like one now like, you're doing it <laughs> I, I wanted you on his leg to do it <laughs> no i'm i'm being the very he needs to put his hand up your backside. If you, yes. ever, if you ever, if you ever need, if you ever need to take a week off, I'm available. Right I'm available to cover for you. Okay, Not I'm terrible, Billy. Thing. I'm talking. Admit it. He's mocking me now, but not terrible for my first try. Right? What if Winston's actually the ventriloquist here? Wait a minute. And Terry's the puppet. Oh my goodness. I'm confused. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it depends on what drugs you're on. Where does one of you start and the other one end? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, man. This is awesome. <laughs> How many people called you Darth Vader growing oh, up? Oh, when I was a kid, man, that was my nickname. Really? Star Wars came out, I was 12. <laughs> and so all the kids were like, Darth Vader. I thought it was cool, so I'm, I wasn't going to complain. <laughs> I thought there was a better story behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope, that was it. All right, we appreciate you doing this. We Thank really you. do. Thanks for having me. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> Have fun at your show tonight and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, man. Thank you. We will. We'll Thank, have a ball. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Winston. You're welcome. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.